0: Are we going to be doing anything before we get kicked off? Like, is there something? No, I don't have a speech. Who's pumping us up? Do you have a speech planned? I I, I rely on each person
2: to draw internal (laughs) motivation to get them through the night.
0: (laughs) All right, so you voted. But we're not. Either way, the polls are closed. Guy Marzorati is behind the scenes in Studio A.
2: Yep. The out time is the same as the other one. We're starting right at 8, and her time cue is it's it's 8 o'clock.
0: Mina Kim is on the radio. And open mic. You're listening to live primary election night coverage from KQED News. I'm Nina Kim. We at the Bay covered a few ballot measures and local races. And tonight's pretty exciting because we have to get to see the results of those stories as they come in. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to our election night coverage.
2: Polls are closed. That was our second uh, election update. And we have uh, another one at
0: nine. That's Guy Marzorati. He's running the election coverage in the KQED newsroom.
2: What com- What happens at 8 o'clock when the polls close?
0: Nada. We have a lot of z-
2: a lot of zeros <laughs> on the official returns. We'll probably, I'd say, maybe in the next 15 minutes or to see something.
1: Like early voting totals? Early
0: voting totals. What kind of n- update we might have to see at 9 o'clock?
2: 9 o'clock I think we'll have some actual returns to talk about instead of this. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On election nights in newsrooms, there's a lot of anticipation. There's a lot of waiting around.
1: 9-10, ten. Second pizza. I do this and I'm going to have to buy new jeans.
0: There's a lot of sussing out early returns. In one of our election episodes, we talked about the Santa Clara County measure to recall Judge Aaron Persky.
1: Right, because he's, he's in Santa Clara County now? Yeah.
0: Persky gave a six month sentence to a former Stanford athlete found guilty of sexual assault. People thought that sentence was way too lenient. Our producer, Vinnie Tong, says early results showed voters were leaning toward recall.
1: Precincts reporting 39%. So. We still going to. We still going to. I mean, you know? it's almost 59% saying yes it to needs recall. To be a
0: super, it needs to be a majority, right? Majority vote? I think it's majority. <laughs> By the time we produced this episode early this morning, voted to recall Judge Persky. Hi, this is Devin Katayama with The Bay. Please leave a message with your name, your contact information, and we may use your message on a future episode. Thanks a lot.
1: Hello, Bay team. This is Alex Emsley. Um, Tonight, I am watching Proposition H, or Local Measure H, a policy for the use of tasers by San Francisco police officers. This was an interesting measure because San Francisco police officers, even without it, are scheduled to get tasers um, after, I think, more than a decade of failed attempts by the end of this year. But this measure was really uh, funded and drafted by the Police Officers Union, which wanted looser rules than what the uh, police commission and police chief uh, were behind in the policy that they've already approved. So it's just about five minutes after 10.30 right now. I'm looking at the second round of early returns and Proposition H is losing by almost 20 percentage points. These early returns are sort of anecdotally conventional wisdom, I'm told. um, Only expected to get more kind of liberal leaning. And so we could see that margin just grow. Proposition H would have to overcome quite a significant margin uh, to pass. Right now it looks like it's going to fail. One, hit music. From KQED Public Radio, this is a special election night edition of Political Breakdown. I'm Scott Schaefer, KQED's politics editor.
2: And I'm Marisa Lagos, politics and government reporter at KQED. And we are here live on this primary night to bring you KD all everyone. the news from around California. You the yeah, so you know, here in San Francisco we have a mayor's race. This was a sort of a truncated race after the sudden death of Ed Lee. Um, the favorite, or perceived favorite, since it's hard to tell with our ranked-choice voting system is London Breed. She's in first place around 36 percent of the vote, followed by Mark Leno at 26%. But it's so early, we haven't run those ranked choice numbers. I think we'll know more, hopefully, by the end of this broadcast.
0: Um, Political breakdown special just ended, and I'm walking over to Guy Marzarelli's desk to see if he can give me an update. So the District 15 race was a field of, what was it, 12 candidates were on on the ballot representing the East Bay District? 12
2: candidates on the ballot in the East Bay, so it's probably the biggest legislative race uh, in the state most money raise of any assembly race in the state. Um, and Buffy Wicks, who worked for President Obama, uh, worked for Hillary Clinton's campaign, is currently uh, in the lead. And then in second is Oakland City Councilman Dan Kolb. And that was the real question going into tonight is who's going to be who's going to end up in second. Um, and right now, we have almost half of the precincts reporting Dan Kolb's in second.
0: All right. And we're just coming up on midnight. And it's important because whoever the first two top two candidates are, they're going to be uh, facing each other in November, right?
2: That's right. And it's interesting to know both Buffy Wicks and Dan Kolb live really close to each other in North Oakland. I mean, this (laughs) district stretches from North Oakland all the way up I-80 to Hercules. But it's interesting to see those two candidates right now, both from the same neighborhood, uh, currently leading.
0: At the time this episode was produced, Buffy Wicks had 31 percent of the vote. Dan Kolb had 14 percent and Jovanka Beckles also had about 14 percent. So this race is still too close to call.
2: Hey, Devin, it's Dan Brekke. Um I'm here to report on Regional Measure 3. That's the proposed $3 bridge toll increase to raise money for transit and transportation over the next generation. It's 12.43 a.m., and Regional Measure 3 right now is passing with a 54% yes vote. Um, you know, the big thing that I've seen here is that there are a couple of really... Big counties, uh, San Francisco and Santa Clara, that are giving this sixty percent plus yes, and that's enough to sort of pull everybody else along. We won't get a final count on this probably for a few days, but it looks like it's gonna uh, it looks like it's gonna pass. All right, that's it. Have a good night. Bye.
0: And then there's the San Francisco mayor's race. Did you see Abe
2: Cooper's tweet? She says that Leno crossed oh, yeah, the 50% threshold. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No. Can we come look at this thing, come look at this thing. Oh my God. All
3: right, so you look, at, you look at the results. So this is the fourth thing that they've done, the fourth update they've done. So first place votes, London Breed has 35%, Mark Leno 25%, almost 26%, Jane Kim almost 23%. But then if you go through the ranked choice system, and they pull out all the last place folks, redistribute all the votes. Mark Leno ends up with just over a thousand more votes than <clears throat> than London Breed. No. Yeah. So, and if what? you look up, holy crap. Jane Kim was in third place, or she's in last place when it gets down to those three. So she gets cut out. When they redistribute Jane Kim's votes, uh, Leno had twenty-five thousand of Jane Kim's second place votes. London Breed oh. had 7,500. He had ah. three times as many.
1: It's, it's, it's the collaboration, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And even that, even all of that, even that huge difference, comes into just over 1,000 votes uh, in the end over Breed.
0: It so pays off not, to make not friends. Not final, but it looks not final, but like a surprise. Wow,
3: okay. Still have, some, still have some provisional and mail-in ballots to vote, but as of, you know, what is this, 108 on Wednesday morning... Uh, that's how the ranked choice uh, shakes out.
0: Our episode yesterday talked about how identity plays a role in how voters choose candidates. And we asked for your input. Here's a couple of calls we got.
1: I think that a lot of people forget that no matter what your gender or
0: your sexual preference, like whiteness is, is an advantage. And um, to believe that there's anything different um i don't know is is Billy.
1: Is i'm progressive so i try to vote for progressive candidates but if there's a number of progressive candidates Day tonight undecided i generally vote for the woman or i'll vote for a person of color and i'm white but i i'm looking for more of a balance
0: so it is just after 2 a.m. We are signing off. And I just want to say that some of the election results you heard in this episode will change and they will be updated as the counts continue. So to see full results, visit kqed.org elections. Thank you so much to Vinnie Tong and Erica Aguilar, who stayed up in this early morning editing this show. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. So obviously, KQED kicks ass at bringing you special coverage of the election. But we're also really good at getting deep into stories and topics. The podcast Queued Up with host Ryan Levy is doing some really important work, putting together the best of what we offer on the radio and getting it to you on your phone. Subscribe to Queued Up. That's QED up wherever you get your podcasts.